everyone. Welcome to Friday Night Live with your hosts, Ben and Rob. You know, we're always bringing you the top 10 weirder news of the week at the end of every Friday Night Live. But this time, we're starting out the show by talking about the strange and esoteric things we found because we always want to share weird research with y'all. Yeah. And so the, the elite playground of the Bohemian Grove has been a hot topic of conversa conversation ever since Alex Jones first recorded the rituals that took place there. And since then, more and more photos have emerged along with the concern that a current Supreme Court justice visited this controversial place, which is why everyone's been talking about yeah. it as a place. I mean, celebrities are always being caught making those occult hand signs, but why is occultism everywhere? We're going to talk about that tonight because we know you guys want to hear what we found. But it's not all bad. On a positive note, Congress is moving forward with a sanction on China for their Ill illegal organ harvesting. So join us on this Friday Night Live as we cover these topics, plus top 10 weirder news of the week, a live Q&A, and so much more. So with that, we'll see you guys out. You're on the edge. And by the way, if you're listening to our podcast, please give us a five-star rating and review so we can keep making this awesome content for you guys. Hey, Ben, how are you? Good. How are you doing, Rob? Good. I hear this, uh, I hear this live episode is going to be a doozy. <laughs> There's some pretty insane stuff that we found. And, um, you know, as always for Fridays and most Fragile Wonder shows, we try to make them lighthearted and fun and positive, even if we do cover dark and crazy subjects. So this is one of those times where we do cover some dark and crazy subjects and there are going to be some some things. So if you're on, you know, if you're yeah, if you have like little ones, was, maybe yeah. you don't want to. Oh, I see. Yeah. If you yeah. have kids at home watching, be careful. I mean, the darkest thing I've seen on this show recently is those Bandela effects. They're hard hitting, <laughs> man. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see. But um, so, I, you know, we kind of start out with some interesting and funny things that we found. And uh, so I did find some f a few cool and interesting things. One of them is going to be Bigfoot, Rob. So we'll get into that. But this dude captured a video of the tornado that went through all while he was standing on his porch <laughs> and he didn't go away Wait, what state is this in ben uh like the appalachians down south uh somewhere i can't remember where this state this looks like state. tennessee maybe texas tennessee something like that oklahoma maybe ohio, ohio. no not ohio. no there what maybe arkansas tennessee. okay arkansas okay there we go Yeah, you have to play it, Larry Lindsay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like This is a little bit starts out being this like massive green and then all of a sudden it's like old Look at the trash can. Well that looks terrible. <laughs> so the trash can just gets swept away. And he's like still standing on his porch i'm like look at the cans rolling her oh my god that tree just came yeah, down dude. i think he finally goes inside and then he just films it in the inside through his window 
So that that's what's going on right now. But still, I don't even know if I would be want to be that close to the window. I mean, that thing, that tree just got pulled right up out of the ground. That tree and... just went straight onto his car. Yeah, you're right. It did. And he's just like <laughs> filming it like nothing. You know, I really thought not much you was, can do at this point. But what, what was amazing is the guy, other than just hearing him moving around, didn't make a peep. It that, was like I, bizarrely I think, quiet. I think that's the most shocking thing in this video. Yeah. I think he says something in the end. Whoa, that was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty jacked up. Yeah. <laughs> this is my street now. It's amazing that yeah, it didn't hit the houses. Yeah, it really is. It's even more amazing. The dude just like stood there and got the whole. Maybe he just thought it was just. Where did a, you find that clip? Uh, it was. It was like on Twitter. People were sharing it on Twitter. So I just happened to find it. This this next one is is I don't. It's just as crazy, honestly. You know, he could have been hit by any of the debris. I know around man. that tornado that was really dangerous I, I saw um straws like plastic straws uh when I, when I remember being in in like i don't know grade school and they were talking about tornadoes and and there was somebody that came and talked to us and they were showing us photos and literally it was plastic straws that were all the way through a tree <laughs> that guy is super lucky to be alive yeah that, i was like, like if there was debris from the trees or whatever and it hit mm -hmm. him it would have shot through his head like a bullet yeah, seriously. Speaking of, look at this next video. Speaking of like bullets, check this. Oh, out. Car's gonna totally crash through there. Careful, dude. I don't like the way this is going. <laughs> He's like, I'm just taking my laundry out of here, and the door closes. Boom! Come on, where is it? What the heck? <laughs> Yeah. Holy cow. Yeah. <laughs> the whole thing just exploded. What was in there? I, I, well, so no. Dude, it exploded out everyone, of the top. Look at it. Everyone is trying to, to figure out um, what was in there. Someone suggested some kind of um, butane thing. I don't think a lighter would have caused that. A lighter might have exploded, but I don't think a but lighter. But look how it blows the entire yeah. roof off of the entire thing. Yeah, I, I, there's no way just that a single guy, lighter could do it. That guy is so lucky. Oh, my gosh. Like, you, you know, he's just like, yeah, I'm just walking out of here carrying my laundry. And then all of a sudden, like, I, I can't even imagine what would be going through his mind. I mean, I'm sure he didn't get very far. I think no, the, and the whole thing exploded. It would be surprising to me if what was going through his mind wasn't there is a God. Uh, seriously, man. Because <laughs> Seriously. How do you miss that? But you miss that by milliseconds. Mm -hmm. So it, I, I, it could be a combination of a lot of different things. Like maybe someone in the chats like like Lintz and I, a Lintz wouldn't cause an explosion. It may be a fire, but I don't think it would cause like. a Yeah, no, that was explosion. that was a bomb going off. Yeah, in there. yeah, something was in there. Maybe batteries, you know, who knows? So very weird thing. Um, yeah. So this next one is uh, the Bigfoot. And using AI. Yeah, I want to hear your opinion on this, Ben. I haven't even seen it yet. I kind of oh, wanted to. I, I, I watched I, it earlier. Yeah, I saw what 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 it was, and I was like, you know what? I, I just want to save this 
for the show. So this is literally the first time I'm seeing you. I hate it when they add this like dumb music. It makes it cheesy and fake. <laughs> wow. The thing is, it it's definitely the strides and, and the length of the arm. Uh, I was watching a whole special on this, you know, and the guys are, are really, um, I mean, they swear up and down that, you know, they they were just there filming something and they're like, what the heck, you know? So the arms compared to the legs, it, 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 they're long, they're too long. So if, if it's somebody in a suit, but how big, can you rewind it? How big are the feet? And the feet are, yeah, they're really big too. Like it's hard to tell. Yeah. They, yeah. So if somebody was in a costume, they would have had it designed it specifically thinking about all this stuff in mind. Okay. Well, if it's like, you know, six, seven feet, that means the arms are this long, blah, blah, blah. You know, even if they found a guy that was that tall, it, it's still, it, it's like the arms are disproportionate to the height even still. So, Yeah. I, I, I always think that this is like a very credible um, source that we're, we're although I do have to say watching this video when it, the 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 film has been clarified mm -hmm. does make it look more like a human walking than it does an actual Bigfoot. Like the legs are sh the short, the it this looks like a hefty man that's in a suit walking. But of course, that doesn't mean anything because no one's really ever seen a Bigfoot, and that's that's how Bigfoot could look. Do you know what I mean? No, it's not like no no one's ever seen one. No, I mean no one's Wait. ever captured a Bigfoot on video and been like, oh Super yeah, clear. it has the proportions sort of of a human, but yeah. it's like, do you know what I mean? Right. Yeah, but the the biggest thing on this is the stride and the the length of the arm. Because it, there were there were humans that they were trying to mimic this exact thing, and what they were what they couldn't get right was the stride, because they really had to um, walk in like a bigger stride, but but they couldn't get it to look like this. And then the arms, the arm lengths, it, it, it just yeah that that to me kind of makes this a little bit more credible than than most things out there. Because when you do see like people dressed up as Bigfoot, it's not the same. It's yeah, like the arm length. On are... the chat, saying that they that it, this is a female um, Bigfoot because there's like breasts on it or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard that too. So I mean, I think that's a very strong possibility. They were just like, "Hey, I'm gonna let you get me on video." So anyway, I always thought that was a very, yeah, like I said, pretty credible video source and it's it's so old now i forget when what year it was somewhere in the early 70s so yeah that's some old footage yeah there's there's so there's one really weird thing that i found and i honestly don't have any idea what this is uh, pork what is that yeah someone's like bacon that came Ra back radioactive bacon 
Yeah, but watch what happened. Look at that. What, what the heck is that? Is this underwater? Is this above water? I think this is underwater. So someone said it's like a the sea cucumber thingies, which could be some kind of like, but what the heck is that thing shooting out? Ew. <laughs> nasty i have no idea maybe you guys imagine reincarnating into this (laughs) what a weird existence someone's like living bacon um the forbidden jerky (laughs) (laughs) Uh, it's weird like what shot out of it looks like mycelium or something yeah i i have i literally have i'm I, I don't know what that is, honestly. I, I'm completely at a loss. So I'm not trying to say it's like something weird or, you know. Yeah, just what is it? Paranormal. It's just like, what the heck is yeah, that? What the heck is that? <laughs> so many weird things that are uh, happening in the world now. So, well, it really wouldn't be a Friday Night Live if we didn't get into the Bendela effect. Do yeah, you want to do that now, Ben? Let's do that. All right. My favorite opening we've ever made right there. Yeah, I like that one too. So, um, all right, you guys. So there's a lot of, there are some debate on this one, uh, even, even our own within our own team, but Fonzie from happy days before we show anything, what, what you guys remember, what do you remember his jacket color to be? Sorry, they're not going to answer you, Ben, because they're in a chat. Yeah, I know. But there's like a delay. So I'm just letting people think. Right. So most people think black. um, And that that's what I thought. Uh, However. When you watch the show, he's wearing more often than a black one, he's wearing a brown jacket. And, you know, he does have occasionally a black jacket but from going through a lot of the um the old shows i was finding that he he seems he's more often wearing this brown jacket than a black one yeah i i don't th- i think the i think the brown jacket was mostly his thing and he was modeled after like these old 50s greaser boys right and the greaser boy look was a black leather jacket and a white t-shirt jeans folded on the bottom um so I think, you know, it's coming from that style, but I think Fonz for the most part wore the brown. So I don't so I, I remember him wearing black all the time. Not yeah, he, he had black on sometimes, but it wasn't no it wasn't I mean, all the time. I would say the other way around. Like it was all black always, maybe occasionally brown, but it's now I'm real I'm looking at it when I was looking at the show earlier, it kind of looks like the other way around. It's mostly brown and sometimes it's black. You know, but I remember the opposite of that. That's but really I think it's weird. an easy one to confuse just because the old greaser guys always wore black leather jackets with the white t-shirts. Hmm. Yeah, I mean that's true, but I, I like it's just weird. So that I don't know. This 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 one, um I, I've I was kind of seeing it the other day, and a lot of people were talking like just a random thread I just happened to see. And it was funny because I was actually thinking about it right before I saw the thread and I was just thinking like, Oh, that's really interesting. Cause I was thinking of, uh, 
I heard Weezer's Buddy Holly, and and you know they they use scenes from yeah. from that in there. So that that's what kind of got me thinking about it. So <laughs> I was like, oh, that's interesting. The next one, um, I used to have this painting um, back in the day when when I thought it was cool. Now I'm like like later I can't, I can't stand being around this painting kind of scary now that you now that you're kind of thinking about it and the scream mask actually uh, had some inspiration from the painting itself from it, obviously the scream but um what's weird now, let's pull it up first Lindsay can you show it sorry my camera's in the way and I'm like yeah so, yeah, I've never I like I said, I, I had this painting and then, you know, later on kind of realized like, like, why? What, what's so good about this painting? I don't even remember. But the crazy thing is, and I don't remember this at all, and it's a very small little detail. But if you zoom in on his on like the screen guy's right hand, he has a gold bracelet around it. Hmm. And I've never I don't remember seeing it. And what's weird is like when you go through people that were recreating the scream drawing, most of them don't have the bracelet on. <laughs> mm -hmm. So I, it's very small, but, but it's just like little teeny little details like this, even though you can, you can take it off the zoom thing, even though this painting is super weird, but yeah, the scream mask was influenced directly from that painting. So very strange, I would say. <laughs> yeah, not a fan of, of this painting. I'm not either. How about just, we take that off the screen? We can take that off. But yeah, most people won't remember the bracelet. So that is weird. I don't remember the bracelet either. Yeah. Oh, we can uh, we, we can do the next one next week i have a really good one for or actually two technically for next week you guys oh, so really yeah bandela be... effect continues yeah the one for next week which i was going to do for this week but then i was like we'll wait for next week because i'll get more a little more information too but this one actually kind of blew my mind so prepare for that next week mm-hmm <laughs> All right, should we? Uh, okay, you guys, we're going to play an awesome trailer right now to promote our series that we actually do for Edge of Wonder, not just our live show. Mm -hmm. And uh, all of our really amazing content is on Rise TV. So we're going to play a trailer that's going to promote one of our episodes, and then we'll come back and start talking about Bohemian Grove and satanic stuff. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Secret societies, 13 bloodlines, Illuminati rituals. All of us have been trained to completely laugh at, ignore, or make fun of things regarding the occult in real life. Why? In Edge of Wonders quest to reveal the truth about the deep state, they uncovered a treasure trove of unusual groups mind control tactics and real life witchcraft that were supposed to be science fiction. Many people have finally started to come out about their experiences with satanic ritual abuse. 
But for all of their planning, their financial prowess, and their misuse of occult power, never could they have expected to be in a position like they're in today. Edge of Wonder exposes the deep state. Well, that is from our Deep State series. We um, actually, it was probably the f back in the day, the first year that we had started Edge of Wonder. We did a deep dive on the Deep State because it was a term that was starting to be passed around a lot. And the stuff that we found in this research was insane, totally. It starts off basically with the drug epidemic, the Committee of 300, and then it starts going deeper into the bloodlines, uh, uh, the occult bloodlines of the Illumidonkey. It goes even further into symbolism. We've got an example through um, the uh, Ted Bundy. We did an entire episode on Ted Bundy and serial killers. That was just, we found stuff that, or we put together stuff that no one really has put together out there. And it was actually, I remember Ben, like when we were doing this series, how confused you and I were that we were finding things that no one else was finding just through like doing the legwork and actually putting some hard work in on some research. And it was very confusing why no one was bringing some of this stuff up or why they had conveniently left it out. I mean, even even the fact that Saturn symbolism prevails every single part of our society is just so mind blowing. Like, why? You know, and this this series really attempts to explain in proper English all of that stuff. And it gives everyone a foundation for like the crazy world that we live in. So if you are watching this right now and you haven't subscribed to um, Rise.TV, you haven't watched the Deep State series, our communism series, some of these other series, I highly recommend you do because this stuff will, uh, I'm not even kidding, like it could change your life. Like that's how crazy this this research was. I don't know, Ben, what do you think? Cause like that, like that yeah. series was the first that really blew my mind. Yeah. And well, I think when we went into it, we were just like, yeah, you know, we'll just kind of uh, do a couple of these episodes, you know? And then I, I think what was so insane about it is that we, how we started realizing every quote unquote conspiracy theory kind of ties together. And then somewhere around, or um, I, I mean, somehow, you start seeing the same names coming up, you know, it's like, Oh my gosh, like I was just, we were doing this one episode and I, there's someone's name that came up and then that person happened to be on a, uh, you know, in a court case defending one of the yeah. people or something like that. And you're like, Oh my gosh, wait, this person's name came up in this other thing. And, and then it's like, there's connections to like people that, that like were killed or died or in mysterious ways and all kinds of things. And then it's just, it just went down this mat. We just went down this massive rabbit hole and it was just so much bigger than what we were in, anticipating. And I think that was one of the main things. There's a lot of people talking about it. Um, and we, we, we were just like, wow. And then it was just like getting so big. It's just, how do you take this information and condense it down to, um, being able to present it. Like so bite sized. Yeah. 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 So we really had to digest 
everything. And it was like, um, yeah, thousands of years of history condensed down into a few episodes of just like hard hitting, yeah. like here's what's going on. And we just released um we well we remade we did these yeah, when we, we first started Edge of Wonder 2018, and yep. now we just revamped all of them. We and, updated them and updated we, them. Yeah, we we we, we reshot them. Yeah. yeah, except for except for like two, but everything else, uh, all like seven or eight of them, we we reshot, added new information. Rob and I got together and we made them even better. So, um, yeah, so that's all on Rise TV. I think the very first one is out on Rise or on Rumble, and then the rest of them are all on Rise TV. So. Well, and hey, you guys, if you're watching this, just so you know, we actually have a 25% discount on our merch right now, which is something that's never happened, actually. We we haven't been able to give a 25% discount yet, and we just got one. So if you guys are really into the different shirts that we've created and wear throughout our uh, our different crazy series, um, definitely go there. Uh, check it out. The um, the Can you pull the merch store up, Lindsay? So the merch store... Like this, this discount is going to be going from April 2nd to April 17th. And um, I think that the <laughs> the uh, code that they need to use is friends ampersand fans 25, right? Yes, that okay. is. So, yeah, they, we've got all kinds of things on here, like our uh, kick them in the cabals shirt, corporations run the media, which is a pretty fun way to bring this stuff up to friends and family. Follow the money. Another thing that people don't do enough, you know, and just if you want to promote kindness, we've got a shirt on that, which is great. A lot. We need a lot more of that in our world. The classic Edge of Wonder tees, the whole spiel. Yeah. Socialism. Great one. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Lindsay, for bringing that up. And um, yeah, now we've got, gosh, we're going to get into this, aren't we? Before yeah. We yeah. So what kind of brought this all back into the news was there, there's quite, quite a few things going on for one, but um, Tom, Clarence Thomas, who is the current chief or um, justice, uh, what's his, is he, he still I, is. Yeah, yeah. 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 He's, he is. He's the, a, he's a, yeah. Supreme court justice. Yeah. He's, he's, he is the Supreme court justice. Um, it came out that, he he took some um some money actually from um, i think it, from various different people i think one of them was a gop member and um even even like the even washington post their headline from washington post is what is bohemian grove the secret camp visited by clarence thomas <laughs> so it was like revealed that he ended up going there and he was taking all this money, which which is a very serious thing because. Well, who is he taking the money from? Uh, like I said, it's like some other um, government official people. They, they were like buying all kinds of things for him. Um, he uh, I forget what was all like this as actually going more into Bohemian Grove, like, whoa, Bohemian Grove. What is this? You know, but um. Scroll down. I want to see this photo. Okay. Yeah, I think this is just talking about. Hmm. Yeah, he he pretended he he uh, he came here with his friend and Republican donor uh, Harlan Crow. So that does not sound like a good name. Like <laughs> like Harlan Crow sounds like a Batman character. 
Yeah, he accepted luxury trips from Crow for years without disclosing them, travel, including a private flight to Indonesia, um, went Why? on like a super yacht. So weird. Crow invited him to his like personal ranch and private things and all kinds of dinners and everything else, you know? So all of this kind of got exposed and yeah. Well, well, I mean, you know, the, this is like, so this is the main, main thing, right? It's everyone's like, oh man, why, why are like, how are these people getting away? Why aren't these like judges doing anything, you know, but they're all being bribed or blackmailed. <laughs> so once that happens, yeah, I mean, I think that's why a lot of these judges, uh, you know, it's like the Epstein client list, you know, probably, I mean, it could, I mean, imagine if a judge is on that list, yeah, they yeah. Want that thing exposed. So, but so this is really interesting, Rob, I found a, it's a report from like the eighties mm. talking about the Bohemian Grove. So this is, this is kind of an interesting report. We don't have to play this whole thing, but we can start watching Dude, it. Reynolds is a name from the you-know-what, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I know. I think it is, too. Mm. Maybe. Now a question. What have Herbert Hoover, Art Linkletter, Jack London, and Richard Nixon all had in common? Well, they're all members of the exclusive all-male Bohemian Club in California, where every year at this time, the elite from around the country get together for two and a half weeks of uh, fun and games. Steve Shepard <laughs> has this special assignment report. More than 2,000 members of San Francisco's exclusive and all-male Bohemian Club have once again descended on Northern California. These men will spend most of the month of July encamped on some 2,700 acres of pristine and privately owned redwood forest. Forest very much like this. The place is called Bohemian Grove, and it's located just 80 miles north of San Francisco. And I'm dressed up like the Indiana Bohemian Jones. Club summer retreat. And its oh, facilities it are hidden 81. beneath lush forest canopy extending south from the banks of Sonoma County's Russian River. For more than a century, the camp has been a place where club members and guests from all across America gather to relax. The retreat is divided into dozens of small camps, the most prominent of which is called Mandalay. Among its members are businessmen like Leonard Firestone and Edgar Kaiser, and political figures like Gerald Ford, Henry Kissinger, William French Smith, and George Shultz. Hmm. President Reagan, yeah. Vice President Bush, and Defense Secretary Weinberger are members of other camps. Richard Nixon is a Bohemian, and so are high-ranking executives of such companies as Eastern Airlines, Standard Oil of Indiana, and Bank of America. For the most part, the men of Bohemian Grove are over 50, highly successful, and, according to many employees, politically conservative. Well, each year, uh, many of them seem to have a stunt, uh, or try to come up with a stunt. Last year, 1980, uh, the popular button was uh, Free the Fortune 500. Membership in the Grove is by invitation only and is determined by such factors as social standing, occupation, and personal connections. Privacy is one of the Grove's most cherished virtues. Members may not photograph, record, speak, or write about activities at the retreat. While many public officials are Grove members, the press is a distinctly unwelcome guest. <laughs> and... <laughs> which ends our broadcast yeah i don't know it's just kind of a uh, it's just kind of an interesting thing you know obviously they didn't really say anything too crazy in that thing but it does show like yes this is real this is really happening 
And then, of course, you know, we have the Alex Jones video. Um, but Mark Dice, he found the I guess there's a every year they do a yearbook of who attends a bohemian, a bohemian year. Bro yes. And um, some really crazy photos. This is only like a minute long. We, we could probably just show this video. I was trying I was actually trying to find a lot of the photos and um, but he has, he just has the yearbook. So it's like, okay, you know, we might as well just show this, but yeah, it is true there. They do make a yearbook and it's very hard to get. When was this Mark Dice video? I think this shot? came out and like, he looks two, young here. Yeah. It's like 2000, somewhere between 2010 and 2015 that these photos came out. And honestly, after all the research we've done, I I've never came across this. Like I, I, I yeah, I don't know. You know, but if they're not allowed to talk or publish anything, maybe this is fake. I mean, I don't think it is. No, it really looks like they publish a yearbook. It's just that it's very extremely exclusive to the members that are there. And um, it's like if they have a photographer doing all this, you know, it's like one of them photographers. You know? All right, let's hear what Mark Dice has to say. So the Bohemian Grove will publish a yearbook of sorts called the Annals of the Bohemian Grove, which are handed out to the members. And it contains a lot of photographs so that the members can reminisce about their time in the Bohemian Grove. And occasionally these books will make their way out into the public because Bohemian Grove members die. Their book collections so get Pazer, turned okay. over to uh, Th those those were like some Who big those grannies. They were big actors in the past. Can you go back, please? During, no, it's playing right now. Oh, thanks. Um, one of them is named, it says the name Tom Tully. So I looked him up. Yeah, he was like a pretty big actor coming out of the 70s into the 80s. And but that that's about it. Um, and then there, there's like all these big kind of names from politics political people and everything else but i mean this has been a big thing that we we hear is that they a lot of them just get naked a lot of like old white men get naked and then some of them will dress in drag and perform skits for each other on stage why would you sorry but even back in the 80s like i can't imagine any normal man wanting to be involved in a club like this that's what's that's bizarre well these are not normal men so <laughs> clearly <laughs> even though they're billionaires and run the country or the world <laughs> we just uh turn the volume up Lindsay. did somebody shoot a rocket Usually, these books will make their way out into the public because bohemian grove members die their book collections get turned over to uh, estate auctions and to uh, donated into bookstores and thrift stores etc so I have been able to get my hands on a couple different copies of these books. This issue, volume seven, goes from 1987 to 1996. And in these annals is where you find a lot of the photos that are now published on the internet of the cremation of care, of some of the men dressed in drag inside the club. One of the photos that's in this edition, which you probably have seen, may have seen on the internet, is of President Bush Sr and George W. Bush giving a lakeside talk standing at the podium. I'll do another video about the lakeside talks, but that's where those photographs come from, is from people occasionally getting their hands on one of these books 
and then scanning the photos. It's a fascinating look inside into the insider's worldview. The lakeside talks, the cremation of care, uh, some other strange and occult mm. artwork. Uh, very interesting look inside the no, Bohemian please. Grove. So subscribe right. to my channel if you're new. Check That's out the scary. Go back a little bit to the the thing coming out of the lake, the fire thing coming. Keep going. Or, no, go forward. Just play it. Play it. Fascinating play it. look inside into the insider's world view. The lakeside talks, the cremation of, Keep going. of care, uh, some other strange and occult artwork. Pause. What Dude. is that? Is that? Can you zoom in on that? That, that is crazy. That looks exactly like Biden. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not kidding. Like, I, I know, I know, I'm not, I'm not I know. I know you're not out of it. I'm just you, saying. Yeah, I, 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 I kind of get that. Can you scroll up and down on this? I just want to see the details. So it's fi this fire stuff, like fire coming out of his head. What's down at the bottom? It's fire. Fire coming out of his crotch. Maybe they just had really bad cases of STDs. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm sure that that would be a part of the thing with all of them. That is weird. That looks exactly like Biden. It's really freaking weird. But I get but my understanding is that that's supposed to represent Prometheus. You know, bringing no, down the flame. No, I, you know? I know. I'm just Biden as yeah. Prometheus. It's like an old guy playing Prometheus or something. Yeah, <laughs> that's so weird. <laughs> so weird. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'd totally name that painting fire crotch. It's <laughs> a good one. Uh, Jack with you said that, he said fire crotch. Fire crotch. Interesting. Um, yeah. And then, um, well, then, of course, like we all know, like how Alex Jones really got popular was that he was, he, he, he snuck in and, you know, recorded a bunch of stuff. Uh, I don't have you ever seen the, that documentary, Rob? Which one? The uh, technically, it's the Alex Jones. Well, now it's like Infowars, but when he was doing it, it was just like Alex Jones documentary. It's the one that actually shows the ritual and then it, it shows them like lighting something on fire. Yeah, but I remember this, I Lindsay. Why don't we just play a little bit of this? We can kind of jump around because the, the ritual, it, it's like. No, sorry. We can play the whole thing of the, that one. We can play. A, th this is where he's going up. And I can't remember this guy's name. So he's one of these like rich CEO billionaire kind of people. And he, Alex Jones just like approaches him to ask him specifically what he witnessed during Bohemian Grove and was asking him what it was they were doing. You going to play it? I'm Alex Jones and I snuck in there in 2000. I'm the guy that blew it wide open. And got the video. It's been on national TV. Well, I disrespect you for that. You do? <laughs> I do. But there's a lot of big public officials going in there. You don't we deserve to know? You, you took an I don't know anything about you, and I don't know anything about your film. But if you go in there with an understanding, you violated that understanding by releasing that film, and I don't respect you for that. Really? You have public officials you, I'm sorry. You took an understanding when you went in there that you would not do that film. And you did, did you have an understanding when you went in there? No. Did you crash it? Yes. Yeah, and it has no trespassing signs there, too, doesn't it? No, they put yes, them up after Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, sir. I've been there before. <laughs> I know what I want the circumstances are, and I'm sorry you uh, violated the understandings. That was not that was not a gentlemanly thing to do. But what about the ritual? Is the ritual gentlemanly? 
Yeah, how about that? Mm -hmm. Sir, everything you, I, I, don't, I don't owe you this comment. You, you, you have you. This is what's called ambush journalism, and I disrespect you for that as well. So thank you, you and goodbye. Isn't that what That's the media does? Business. Every single yeah. oh. person who like listen, ambush their home. You go around and and make understandings with people and violate them. You, you ambush people on the streets, and that's that's inappropriate for oh, journalism. So if you upset. wish to practice that, that's fine. But don't ask others to respect you for it. <laughs> I don't think he did, did he? No. <laughs> Amazing what uh, people getting fired up was like in the past. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. That was like 10% of, of what you'd see now, I think. I know. Now, there is some debate whether they let him in because they wanted something to come out. But I, I honestly don't know for sure. But um, either way, you know, whether they let him in or not, um, I still think it was it's very interesting. You know, I have to say, like, though, Alec, Alex Jones, his attitude was really interesting in that video where he, he's like asking him, he's like, oh, that was me. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was me, actually. Like, he was kind of like proud of it. And he was like, oh, yeah, it was me. <laughs> well, you don't, you don't, in. yeah, he's like, you, you don't think it was good. I mean, we have officials in there. You don't, like, he was really genuinely, it seemed like he was genuinely asking questions. And the guy was like, um, well, well, that wasn't very gentlemanly of you. And he's like, well, well was the ritual gentlemanly? <laughs> 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 it's like that's what i was, he's he's actually very calm and and he was very and, calm yeah and and more rational than than he's been of late you know so yeah it, it, it just, and actually in return the guy has a hard time he's like he's trying to get upset with him but alex jones is just being like super chill about it. yeah so. oh you don't he's like oh you you don't respect me like kind of like he doesn't care at all. Yeah. It's like I don't respect you as a journalist. It's like it's like yeah, you were you were you were lighting up a, a statue to Molech. Like you really think I care? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, and actually, here's some of the video that 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 um that they actually took. Or I think it was Alex Jones' team. We'll just play a little bit of this because this is long. But it's crazy what's being said in this video. The owl is in his leafy temple. Let all within the grove be reverent before him. Lift up your heads, O ye trees, and be ye lifted up, ye everlasting spires. For behold, here is Bohemian pride. And holy are the pillars of this house. Weaving spiders come not here. I don't really understand what they're doing there, but Imagine being this deluded. Yeah, seriously, Lindsay, you can you can fast forward a little bit because they, they really don't set everything. Like they're just kind of saying all this crazy stuff about like some kind of I don't know spells and 
whatever. And then at some point they want, they set the whole thing on fire. Midsummer sets us free. I just, I just, don't even know. I, I guess you, you know, people like us, like, there's just no way we can really comprehend why people would do this. Someone in our chat says, even the gong sounds evil. <laughs> but you know, a lot of the guys here are totally wasted. Yeah. Multiple things. They're just like totally wasted, and they just, it's almost like a Disney World for elites. Yeah. That's the, that's the feeling I'm getting. Yeah. Me too, actually. Mm -hmm. so guys actually we interviewed kathy o'brien who was a part of all this and was there we're going to play a trailer right now um part of it's part of her story and then we'll come back and keep talking about all this insane stuff my information has been censored for over 30 years mk ultra mind control is rooted in our most primitive fear. This handful at the top, they're not like us, and they do not like us. Bohemian Grove is really where this cabal would meet. I was definitely going to be killed there at age 30. I know from my life's experience that without free thought, there's no free will. Love is the greatest healer. It was my, my motive to heal. People are realizing we're all here for a purpose right now at this pivotal point in humanity's history and future. We need to live the love we are and keep smiling and loving each other. That way it's, it's game over, we win, they lose. That's awesome. Yo, so some of the highlights from that interview, if you guys haven't seen that and you're not a subscriber to Rise TV, Definitely subscribe, check that interview out because there's so much detail about what's going on at Bohemian Grove. She, Kathy O'Brien, relayed to us that that was one of the places where she was hunted, wasn't it, Ben? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and she was. Who did and she see? She saw some people next to her while she was running through the woods or whatever, didn't she? She did, yeah. Some uh, former presidents even. So, yeah. And um, also she was she, her story is that she was going to be sacrificed at Bohemian Grove. Like they were going to do everything with her. And then um, she was pulled out by a guy who was working undercover for the FBI at the time into some weird things that they were hearing. And he helped her escape and they came out together to, um, you know, mostly because he he they he felt that if she came out alone no one's going to believe her so they came out together and for you know now it's been like 35 years she's been really been sharing and trying to tell the educate truth people on this stuff also yeah. an MK ultra victim i mean we're talking mm -hmm. about this woman 
has corroborated a lot of fears that people have had about what's actually going on out there. So you should yes. definitely watch this interview. And she's such a bright, just very cool person. I yeah. Mean. And then she just made a documentary called Trance that you can watch too. So mm -hmm. yeah, good, good stuff for what they're doing. Like bad, you know, bad that it all happened yeah, and, down this way. And just so you guys know, what we were watching there a moment ago before the break was um, uh, the cremation of care ceremony that they were doing at Bohemian Grove. And what this basically is, is they get like a straw person, like a human effigy, and they burn it. And it's to burn, like it's called cremation of care because they're burning away their cares that kind mm. of a thing, um, which is which is kind of bizarre, but also kind of fits into this like, you know, Disney World for elites where they're burning away all of their cares and probably do a whole lot of like seedy stuff. I mean, the rest of the time that they're there. I mean, what in back yeah. in the day, are they still spending all of July there? I don't know. But back in the day, they were This is a lot of time for you to just screw around. Well, and do, you know, I, and I don't know if you guys ever seen Wicker Man or know what it's what what like what the i remember hearing about this movie but I, I don't think i ever saw it so from my understanding uh a lot of this this uh what is it cremation of care is is related directly to the wicker man so this whole idea the midsummers there was that movie called the midsummer as well where basically it's like they you you're sacrificing somebody and in Wicker Man, they they lure this guy there and everything else. And then he finds out they're doing all these like crazy rituals on this island because they, he goes to the island and there's all this like weird, basically sex magic and this cult leader. So this guy right here is uh, Jeffrey Epstein is what you're saying. Ba based, actually, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you really want to have a good idea what goes on at Epstein Island, watch Wicker Man. Um it's not a uh, very happy movie by all means, but it really shows very detailed things of what is really going on at these things. And so it, I don't want to give the movie away, but, you know, the whole the whole premise is that they're trying. Eventually, this guy realizes that they're going to sacrifice him. And so um, and that's why they have this like wicker man that they end up burning. And a lot of this is connected to this kind of like the the. Yeah. Burning Man, supposedly the name of it also kind of came from that, like the Burning Man Festival. But um, so instead of like have I mean, what they say is, well, instead of having a human sacrifice, we just burn the statue. But still, they're worshiping Moloch, Moloch, depending on how you pronounce, want to pronounce that. But um, which is all weird. And the owl, the owl represents it's like Moloch. And, uh, you know, so like Moloch in, in, um, like we had our Saturn episode on the other day and, uh, so like Moloch in, um, Baphomet, you know, some, sometimes they can kind of be, they can both represent different things with the bull and the owl, depending on, you know, stuff is kind of old, but yeah, m usually the owl is represent representation of, of Moloch. Well, and, and I think what, what you have to understand, too, is that the whole idea of like a, a, a secret society boys club kind of thing where they're doing this stuff is akin to and goes right along with this idea of 
you know, ritualistic occult activity, because right. in occult activity, you, you sort of have to put down your conscious and your morals to do all of these things step by step. So this idea of, you know, extreme extravagance, luxury, all of that stuff co can coincide with it if you're not watching yourself. And and clearly, guys that are going here, um, you know, you have to judge for mm -hmm. yourself. I mean, it looks pretty damning. I mean, <laughs> Sin Rose is asking, are you talking about the 1973 or the 2006 with uh, Nicolas Cage? <laughs> the 1973. Do not watch the Nicolas Cage version. That's the one where he probably got made fun of more than any movie he's ever did because that's the one where he's like the bees the bees i don't know if you remember that but it was really bad yeah i <laughs> i think my i think nicholas nick cage's downfall for me was definitely con air um that was kind of like when he was like yeah kind of the peak of his game i felt and then after that everything was no con air that was just awful it was it was good when it came out at the time, dude. Have you no? It was. Actually, not. You know what? I'm sorry. I'm thinking of The Rock. You are. The Rock yes, was fine. The Rock, the Rock was, was good. Yeah, Con, Con Air started going a little bit down. Yeah, here. man. Yeah. Then after that, and uh, then I actually gained a lot more respect for him in the movie Kick Ass. He was really excellent in that film. I never saw that movie. It was really good. Very funny. Yeah, I heard it was like super violent with kids. Yeah, well, really yes, but not towards kids. Just there was a potty right. mouth little girl that kicked everyone's butt. I thought the kids killed people. No, that you have to see it. Okay, it's like a superhero movie that like is kind of more realistic. All right, if kids tried to get involved and stuff, and then he plays like a Batman character in it. Okay. Well, I, there's that new vampire movie that he's coming out. <laughs> he in. looks ridiculous in that. Actually. My brother's really looking forward to yeah. that. He's all into like it was called a was it Re Re Rain Rainhold or something? I can't remember. I have no idea. But I it, I would have to admit he it does look. You know, I think he's trying to make a comeback. So I guess he there was a movie called Pig he was in. Everyone's like raving about this movie. Because I, I guess that was like his breakthrough movie where he kind of was like, whoa, Nicolas Cage is back. But I never saw it. I know it's like there's something weird about it. I can't really remember too much about that or what really happens in it. I don't know. Um, but this is the movie where supposedly it's like his best acting that he, he's ever did in his entire career. I couldn't you put the bunny back in the box uh i forget what happens something about like a, a pig is on like a they're like some fair thing and they're like winning award for like the best pig or something but i could be totally off on that but anyway heard it was really good a truffle hunter who lives alone in the oregon wilderness must re return to his past in portland in search of his beloved foraging pig after she is kidnapped so it's wow. kind of like John Wick with pigs instead of dogs. <laughs> <laughs> now I gotta see it. <laughs> that's right. I, I don't really know for sure, but that, that, that's kind of what I've heard. So I don't know. But anyway, all right. Well, um, okay. There's some really crazy things that are, are going on. So Lady Gaga and Helen Mirren were in this uh, 
they were passing each other at some event. It, 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 it's just so over the top. You just have to watch this. If Lindsay decides to play it at any time. <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> it's like the way she nods. Like, like yep, that's right. <laughs> But she's just, Wait, but what the heck? That's so bizarre. Yeah, that's Helen it? Mirren, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. That is Helen. I Mirren feel like that was like um, an old grandma trying to look cool in front of the young kid, or something. That's what I kind of feel like too. I'm in this camp too. Yeah, <laughs> like, yes. Like, hey, know? like, look at me. Like, yep, yep. <laughs> and, and Lady Gaga was kind of like, "You really want to be that obvious about it?" <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, seriously. And then, um, man, this is one of Paul McCartney. I never noticed this before. Paul McCartney? Yeah, you have to kind of watch a little bit carefully, though. It happens pretty quickly. He's like adjusting his he's sitting right when he right when he sits down. It's loading. Okay, it's taking a sec. Here we go. What the heck? Yeah, it's just so like uh, it's just the way he puts his hands, and he's it's just so weird. So like nonchalant, casually yeah. showing yeah. the pyramid. It's like over the top. <laughs> you know, the first time I watched it, I didn't notice it because I, I thought he was, I thought he was fixing his button on his jacket and then i watched it again i'm like oh wait a minute no okay i see you just made like a very obvious uh hand sign there so that was guess- the most effeminate pyramid i've ever seen made <laughs> it was like a fairy made the pyramid sign or something that was yeah it was crazy all right. Um, there's a couple more things that we have to talk about. So one thing, man, is this art gallery in Japan. This is pretty insane. Um, this is this <laughs> Satan worshiping elite doesn't even try to hide it anymore. They are simply throwing it in her face. And this is a guy that's in Japan um, and he's talking about what he's witnessing but they won't let him film in here. And this is the one I have to warn you guys. This is like, may not want children to kind of watch this video. If you have children around just Mm. warning right now. Wait, what? I'm waiting for Lindsay. I know. I don't know what she's saying to me. Oh, you want to just, okay. There's like nudity at the beginning. So we had to skip that. I'm the director of FPD international. I'm speaking to you from the Palais de Tokyo in Paris. Behind me, you can see an exhibition space. I'm not allowed to film in there. I started to film and the guards told me I had to stop. The reason is that there's a painting in there which shows two children uh, with their hands tied behind their backs, being forced to sex on a grown man of the banalization of pedophilia. The French judicial authorities have recently said that this painting should stay, even though an appeal was made against the museum by an organization defending the rights of children. In the name of free expression, God. Yeah. Yeah. That's not free expression, guys. That's, that is 
Definitely not free expression. And the artist, I guess, she tried to defend it's, herself. It's, it's a she? Yeah, it's a she. She's, dude, I get really crazy vibes from this. Do you want to pull up this article, Lindsay? Which one? Uh, the the, the one? Yeah. Tokyo. So that's this, her. This is the artist? Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean... Can you scroll down a little? Yeah, I mean, those eyes... Don't, look at the eyes in the background and then the eyes on her. No, man. man. Yeah, it's There's weird. Like type of psychosis there. So I guess it's like she has something to do with... with um oh i'm sorry you know what this i this may not be the same artist but she She's has the exact, she has the exact same artwork in france very similar and i i that's why i'm it still might be the same artist um i didn't show her artwork but her art her her the artwork that she painted is literally called F abstraction, like the F word. <laughs> and it's painting is also features um, muscular figure being, well, no, no, it is that. It, it was that painting we saw. That was her. Yeah. Okay. That, wow. that, she, she painted that? Seriously? She painted this and it's being displayed. That was in Japan. And then it's also going to Paris. And this article is trying to defend her work. And she said that there's crimes being enacted on Russian by Russians in Ukraine. And she, I don't know if she said something like that's why she, there's all this women being raped and stuff. And that's what kind of inspired her to create this like out of the children in Ukraine. And that's her defense. But I mean, I don't care what your defense is. Like if you paint something like this, that you're it, it, like, you should be, honestly, you should be in jail. Yeah. I can't. This yeah. is crazy. Uh, Lindsay, what you said, you found some other, other stuff. I found other, photos of artwork she's made of like naked babies and horrible things that I'm not going to show on the show but it looks like a pattern to me I'm sure yeah you know? and I, I think the whole thing with Ukraine is like she got called out and I was like well I gotta make up something now to justify quote unquote why I'm painting these children in this way and then it's like these prestigious art galleries are like showing this like no problem and then that guy's like trying to film it and they won't let him even film it. And it's just, it's just so bizarre. Oh, I just can't even get over this. Um, it just amazes me that these people think that they can get away with this and that there's no repercussions. I know that that's that. And, and then on top of that, there, you have certain media that that's like promoting it. Like, Oh yeah, it's okay. You know, I, I mean, I, it's like, they're all these deranged thinking and, they just have a lot of issues. So well, um, how about we move on before I throw up? That sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. So one positive thing I can talk about today, a couple of positive things. So 
uh, Twitter listed NPR as state affiliated media on their Twitter account. <laughs> wait, um, wait, Twitter did that on their own account. Twitter did that on their own account labeling. So if you go to NPR, which stands for National Public Radio, if you go to their Twitter page, it it says state affiliated media underneath it. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, I mean, totally true now. Hundred percent true. Out of out of everything, they, they, I mean, they might as well just be like, we we are the media for for the White House. I, I mean, they they don't do anything. Uh, you know, they, they've always tried to to claim they're very free and independent and everything, and just report on facts. Always free ever. and independent. Always on agenda. Yeah, that's what it should say. Yeah, that's what it should say. But that's why it says, and it, what, it, what, oh, I see that, that state affiliated media. It's a po that, I thought that was a bathtub. <laughs> I was like, why is a bathtub there? But it's a, uh, it's a podium with a microphone. <laughs> that's so funny. Well, you know, um, I was looking into this last night. It was just like kind of reviewing this information, mm -hmm. but, um, you know, there are six corporations that own all media basically there's um national amusements um i can't remember which one uh, npr fits into but national amusements is like paramount mtv um nickelodeon i hope this isn't outdated information i don't it is now and now what is it is your is your mic on yeah uh, Paramount is owned by Paramount Global, which also owns Nickelodeon. Um, and then there's Warner Brothers Discovery, which is a combination of Warner Brothers and Discovery Channel's network, which mm. own a lot of other things. Um, off the top of my head, I can't remember all of them, but they're in our War on Children series on Rise TV. Well, and just so you know, um, thank you, Lindsay. Uh, so Disney actually owns like ABC. Um, it owns ESPN, ESPN2, Lucasfilm, Marvel. Um, just so yeah. they're basically A&E, like there's there's more of them, but they're mm -hmm. mostly in there. Um, then you've got Time Warner. Time Warner just owns a ton of these. CNN, as you know, HBO, Warner Brothers, um, Time, Life. It's got a bunch in there. And then um, you've got Comcast. Comcast owns NBC, CNBC, uh, MSNBC, as you know. And then it goes into some of these others, which are surprising, like DreamWorks, um, Hulu, um, E! Entertainment Network, I believe. Um, and then there's just a bunch of, man, a bunch of other corporations. And then you've got News Corp and News Corp owns Fox, as you know, uh, National Geographic, 20th Century Fox and Sony and Sony owns um, gosh, a bunch of stuff, but it owns a bunch of things like um, crackle. You guys have probably heard of that um, pop. It's called TriStar. You've heard of TriStar. Mm -hmm. And keep in mind that these companies are constantly buying each other. And some of these, you know, Rob's using the word owns, but, you know, some of them could be shares. So if anyone's trying to fact check those companies, his point here is that very few co companies way up at the top own all of the media you're watching. 
I want to, so who owns NPR is the question. Um, that's a good question. So funding for NPR comes from dues and fees paid by member stations underwriting from corporate sponsors and annual grants from the publicity funded corporate corporation for public broadcasting. It was, it was established by an act of Congress and most of its member stations are owned by government entities. National Public Radio is a quasi-autonomous, government-funded, nonprofit media outlet created by the federal government. <laughs> like, independent <laughs> is actually a ridiculous thing to say. You, yeah, yeah, no, I mean, it, it's... <laughs> That's bizarre. That they would even claim to be independent is mind-boggling. Yeah, well, and then let alone calling themselves National Public Radio. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> yeah, it should be like, like yeah. I mean... Yeah, it's like, yeah, Democratic Socialist Public Radio, basically, <laughs> is what they should call it. <laughs> that is crazy, crazy stuff right there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I knew that they were not good, but. Uh, well, Ben, uh, there's some uh, yeah. some organ harvesting stuff here before we start doing some questions, right? There is. Yeah. So this is actually another really positive thing. So um near unanimous house votes sanction China for organ harvesting. Um, unfortunately, a lot of the mainstream media are not really talking too much about this, but this is, this is actually really big news. So on uh, this guy named Chris Smith, who is a representative in um, New Jersey, he he's very active in what's going on in China, like against what's going on, like with the CCP and, really for the, uh, against the organ harvesting he's he's for over the years he's really tried to pass a lot of um laws and bills in in congress and um so the house voted 413 to 2 and i'm i would be really wondering who the heck are the two that voted against this but it was there. They voted in favor to measure sanction China's trade in human organs. So unfortunately, I mean, that that's the only thing. But um, just sanction against China for organ trade, which should already be there. I don't know why you have to, like, do this. Chris but... Smith has been helping for a really long time, as I recall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really long time. Yeah, he's he's been in a lot of like... Um, human rights rallies, Falun Gong rallies, and Uyghurs as well. He's been a really big voice in in Congress uh, against um, the persecution, against organ harvesting, and, and all those different things. So very interesting stuff. So, um, yeah. So anyway, this is like some positive news. You know, I mean, it, whether or not really anything happens from this, the main thing is, is that, Congress is now it, it has acknowledged that yes we do know that illegal organ harvesting is happening and that to me is a really big point because it's it's like you know the media is trying to downplay it but yet here's Congress like all signing off on this saying like yeah okay we, we actually know that this is legit you know so anyway that's why I, I think that that's pretty cool and um Man, I actually heard a really wild story related to 
I don't really know if you can call it organ harvesting, but your organ donation system, but it, it's an, it's a really insane story. And it's one I've heard personally. Well, I'll, I'll share it on rise because we, we went way over. So when we go on rise TV, I'll just kind of briefly tell this story that I heard. That's really insanely shocking and dealing with the Amer with, with America and the hospitals here. So crazy stuff. Okay. But all right, guys, we're going to leave Rumble, Facebook, Ganjing World, Twitter, and everywhere else we're streaming and head over to rise.tv. So be sure to join us as um, we'll tell you this massive, crazy, insane story. And we also have our top 10 weirder news of the week, along with our deep dive Q&A that we'll get to your questions that you asked us in the chat during the show tonight. So join us for just $9.99 on rise.tv and support our work. You'll get to ask us your questions during the Q&A that we have on every live show. And don't forget that your support lets us do these deep dives and bring you the truth that the censors definitely don't want you to hear. So we're going to show a trailer on finding courage and then we'll see you guys over on rise TV. Rob, were you going to say something? No, yeah, I was just going to say um, thanks for being with us, you guys. And um, yeah, if you can think about supporting our work, we'd really appreciate it. Uh, we'd love to keep doing these deep dives on all of this stuff and getting information out there. That just plainly, the mainstream media is not going to report on. It takes guys like us these days, and that's what we're doing um, out here, sweating to bring all of this to you. So we hope you guys um, enjoy this show. Uh, we appreciate you guys being here. And for all of you who are on Rise TV, hold on just a second. Check out this trailer and we'll be with you to answer some questions and get on to some other awesome stuff. Yeah. And also, if you're watching us on Rumble, please subscribe to our Rumble channel and also follow us on our social media channels. So, There's an old Chinese saying my ancestors learned before the Communist Party took over our country. The family is the essential unit of human society and that you must have honor and defend your family. But it's not always easy to do. When the regime gives the order, you have to kill. My heart was pounding. I felt my body bouncing and twisting on the floor. They put numbers on our shoulders, then separated us into rows of even and odd numbers. I was number nine. My brother, he is still in prison. And my sister, she was sent to a labor camp without a trial. But there's one piece of evidence they haven't been able to destroy yet. everything behind if I can't expose what they did to us then all of our suffering would be for nothing there's a war on children 
and its weapon is right in your own home. In this critical series from Edge of Wonder, we expose the astonishing truth about how children are being programmed and groomed with hidden sexual content and subliminal messages. Did you know that today's children's programming is full of sex and sexual themes? From erotic animation in Disney classics to behavior manipulation in modern Pixar, from Nickelodeon and Cartoon Network's questionable themes to media, movies, and more. This is a bigger pattern of hidden nudity, sexual innuendos in cartoons, and normalization of pedophilia that can't be ignored. After this video, you'll see why it's a spiritual battle for our children's morality and why we think parents should have all the facts to make the ultimate choices for their own kids. This is War on Children. Welcome back to Rise.TV. Uh, 